This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, my brochacho, who's ready to run up that hill one more time, Ryan Nelson. Justin, if they introduce a new character in season five, that's a charismatic, long-haired guy that's a rocker type. Just go ahead and assume he's going to die. <laughs> Pretty much at this point. You can just you can just ex- expect it after what they've done in the last two. So yes. uh, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started a few months ago, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the second volume of the fourth season of Stranger Things. If you are new or regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a, a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast and you can get Patreon only content. You can support us at a three, five, 10 or $20 level. When you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you can't be a patron, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple podcasts, leave us a five-star rating. And if you have time, write us a review while you're over there on Apple podcasts. If you do write us a review, we'll read it on air next time we record. And we'd love to get a whole bunch more ratings. If you, even if you can't do review, the, the ratings themselves go a long way. We're up to 23. We'd like to get up closer to 50. Cause like I said, the more we get, the more it shows up in the more the show shows up in people's podcatchers. So we would really appreciate that guys. If you could help us out just a little bit. So. All right, we are talking about uh, Volume 2 Stranger Thing, of Season 4 of Stranger Things, so let's go ahead and kind of get into it. When we last left uh, Stranger Things, things were looking pretty perilous. We had discovered the identity of Vecna. Uh, Nancy was in his clutches, and that's kind of where we pick up here. So what were your initial thoughts, on just in general, before we get into specifics, on the last two episodes of Season 4? Uh, they nailed it. We were, you know, we felt like they would. Yeah, we were, but we were still a little hesitant. But man, they came through. I love this. Knocked it out in a couple hours, uh, four yeah. hours. It's <laughs> one uh, a couple. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so, but didn't stop. It, enjoyed it. Uh, they nailed it, and I, I can't wait for season five. Although I'll just go it out. I read that they have even written. They're getting right. together in August. We're not yeah. gonna get this to 2024 at least. Uh, probably, my guess is probably probably around spring of 2024 is when we get it. If I had, if I had to guess, so yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know why they take so long in the show, but they I just, don't either. It takes a while, and like I said, it's it's we'll get. A, they've already said they're going to do a time jump, so hopefully they'll have these kids. Uh, my guess is they'll have them like seniors in high school. If I had to guess, uh, I would hope. Yeah, because you can't, they're getting too, they're just too old to really be pulling yeah. off the, the, the high school stuff. So they'll keep them as, as seniors in high school, I think, and that's going to be kind of where we leave them. But uh, yeah, you're right. They, they nailed it. This, this is, this is one of, it's always been one of my favorite shows, but as a result, what I always kind of forget because there's such gaps between seasons, I forget how much I like it until I go back to it. And it's, but it's just so, so good. And they do such a good job in these last two episodes. Look, maybe this the the ninth episode gets a little long at times maybe but that's about it that's about the only criticism yeah. i can have of it yeah i would say um i will the not the not the last one so with about 25 minutes left i thought the episode was about over because yeah. my wife and i were both like i gotta use the bathroom but <laughs> it should be about two minutes and we stopped it about 30 left, yeah. yeah and i was like how all right and the, so they, they, that that was my only complaint yeah, so let's kind of go ahead and get into it real quick. So let's talk about episode seven. Uh, like I said, they we left the seven. I'm sorry, episode eight. Unless episode seven left off with quite a few cliffhangers. We got the revelation of who Vecna is, and that uh, is it. Harry or Henry? It's Henry, right? Henry, Henry Creel. Yeah, Henry Creel, Vecna number one. They're all the same person, and we get that big revelation. We get we see Nancy is in the clutches of Vecna. He has has her in his little dimension the only thing i wasn't really sure is why he didn't just go ahead and like finish that job off that's the only thing that really never made sense i know he was kind of like it was a warning there had to have been something that kept him from doing so because i mean he needed a fourth person and that's a big thing in this this season that we kind of figure out here in episode eight nine the number four plays a big role in this entire season you got four yeah four deaths four gates four uh 
I'm trying to think. Oh, there's another four. Four storylines. Four storylines. So the number four is is a big deal in this. But like I said, that's the only thing that I never really understood was why if he needed a fourth person, he's got Nancy there. Why are they? Yeah. Like, they were looking for music to play, but yes. they never found any. So I, I was really unsure about how that. And that was a great scene where uh, oh, yeah. a Robin has has a uh, Iron Maid cassette. She's like, "There's no music here," and Eddie just screams, "This is music!" Iron Maiden is music. Yes, yeah. I know that was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. so good. Uh, but yeah, so loved. Uh, like I said, I, I love that scene. So she's looking for Debbie Gibson, and he's yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's got Iron Maiden. So uh, maybe they did play music. I just missed that. Like it's been a little bit of time since I've seen because I've watched yeah. this. Not the day it came out, but I think I watched it the, the very next day that it, that it came out. So, uh, but she he basically reveals his plan to Nancy. Uh, she sees basically what he's going to do. He's trying to open up that fourth gate, and when he opens up that fourth gate, it's going to basically be uh, it's going to open up a dimension for the upside down to basically kind of take over Hawkins, and that's kind of where that's kind of the big thing they're they're pointing towards here at the beginning of episode eight but most of episode eight though revolves around 11 and what's going on with her because she's back at uh she's back in nevada and she's going through uh, all this training and there's this conflict between dr brenner dr ellens uh look i just love riser i love matthew yeah. Levine. i love what what they have brought to this uh but they have obviously very different opinions l11 wants to go back she wants to go back to hawkins so that she can help her help her friends out brenner is completely against it and what do you think about brenner i mean I, I, he's probably one of the hardest characters yeah. to really i don't know give a good a good opinion on just because he is such a multi-dimensional character what, what, no, are, you're what, right. are, what are your thoughts I, I, on him i still don't know him because there were so many times during that episode he looks like a monster and then so many times he's trying to protect her so it is like you said he's just multifaceted it's complicated i i don't know i thought he got a good send-off as a yeah death. i think yeah, he's I, actually I, dead I, this time <laughs> yes he better be because that that would be so bad if they right. brought him back but yeah I, I never fully figured him out was he just a pure villain or did he was he trying to 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 work on her to do her to to create l for some vision that he had that he was you know he was afraid that she wasn't powerful enough she wasn't ready you know so i don't know and the question is you know is she's is he telling her that she's really not powerful enough so that she'll stick around and he can use her I, you know i don't know i mean yeah i never people, really found out yeah some people said that he's just gaslighting her and i guess that's possible that that's what he's doing that he, he's just trying to manipulate her by gaslighting her and i i guess i could see that like i said i there is a part of me that thinks that he truly cared about her and that he truly one of the best for her but it's he's just such a flawed individual that he doesn't know how to like i said i don't know like i, said, I never yeah. really figured out his character and what he was but i think that's what made his character interesting and that's one of the yeah. reasons i liked his character is because he's not just this cookie cutter villain or this cookie cutter you know dad father figure he he has a lot of different complexities yeah. to him that's what i've always liked about his character and let's quickly this is sort of an easter egg uh, Paul Reiser was the star of a late 80s sitcom called My Two Dads. Yes, he was. They're kind of doing that. They are. They're kind of doing the My Two Dads thing in this. So yeah. it, it kind of it was a little bit of a callback to it. So it kind of worked in, in a lot yeah, of it did. It did. So, uh, but yeah, so Eleven is obviously struggling with that. She wants to go back and uh, Brenner does not want them to. Reiser, Reiser wants, uh, not Reiser, Owen, Dr. Owen, Owen wants. Yeah. Uh, this to be her choice he said you know this is never we said this was not going to be prison if she wants to go back we need to let her go back and then Brenner seems like he's going to let it happen but as she's walking out of when she confronts him she he he goes back into his typical self and ends up drugging her puts a collar on her uh, basically makes her a prisoner again and that's where uh, we kind of are until closer towards the end of the episode uh while this is going on though we've got the california kids they are 
on their way to Nevada. They're trying to f- find out where he is. And this is where Argyle shines. Uh, yes. Argyle yeah, is, yes. has been great throughout the course of the season, but in episode eight and episode nine, he is fantastic. And I forget really his name pulled up. Who, who plays Argyle? I forgot. Uh, oh, I've got him in my notes. Hold on. Uh, Eduardo Franco. Uh, yeah, just really fantastic good. stuff from Eduardo Franco. Yeah. Uh, what what were your thoughts on just the California kids and what they're doing? Because there's some interesting stuff they're doing in here. Look, there's, still, there's go, ahead. go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say there's there's uh, there's still it li- probably the least interesting portion of this yeah. entire show, but they're at least giving them something to do at, at this point. Yeah, they they are. And then you know we get the reveal and and eight as well that will uh, actually says a line that actually made me laugh out loud that. Mike is the heart of the group. Right, exactly. And I was like, okay, that's so cheesy and not true. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, I was thinking like, if he's the heart of the group, they need a defibrillator because this, <laughs> this group is done. Uh, but like, we we kind of, we get the review and he shows him the painting and uh, he, Jonathan sees, uh-oh, I can see what's going on here. Right. You know, uh, so that leads to another actually good scene between the brothers. I think it's actually in episode nine yeah you know where, where jonathan tells him he's always here for him but you know that was that was a good scene because we get that scene of will crying right afterwards because he's like he has to convince him that you're the right person for 11 you know that kind of thing and then you see will crying and i have seen that poor kid's gif uh and memes about his pride in so many scenarios since then. So <laughs> i kind of I feel bad for noah shop Noah Shap also feel bad for his barber because they yes. should be fired. <laughs> but as you mentioned, Argyle really steps up because he's able to find the base. Yes, and you know, and when they're lost and everything. So uh he's he's just wonderful. Yeah, like I said, the them trying to find the base is great. Uh I think Will you know that whole scene with him talking to to Mike, it's it's an important scene because He's obviously trying to tell, he's trying to basically convince Mike to keep going that he's important that L needs him while also, you know, understanding because there's this, it's like he wants to tell Mike that Mike means more to him than just being a friend, but he yeah. doesn't want, but he also, he also knows that that's not what Mike is ever going to be. That's all Mike will ever be. He will always just be a friend to him. And yeah. you know, there's always, a, there's that struggle that he's having. And, you know, he, he, I'm not even sure that will at this point knows what he wants. Uh, and yeah. that's kind of one of the things I like about this, about, yeah. about this thing is, is, you know, he's grappling with, he's dealing with some difficult stuff and he, it's in the eighties. So even if they are going to full out, make him a gay character, in which some people are calling for, which I think was, which I think is eventually going to happen. It's that you have to approach it with the understanding that these characters live in the eighties and they may get them into the nineties by the time we get to season five, they may, they may jump ahead some, but yeah. it, it's, it was a different time. You can't just be completely open and not expect repercussions from it in the eighties. It looked what we can say all we want, but that's just the way the time was back then. You no, liked it. it was and sad. It's kind of looking that way today. Uh, I don't, I think if this had been a quick, re- a full reveal, I think it would have been some unfortunate backlash of right. people complaining about it. Right. Uh, you know, so I'm kind of glad they haven't gone down that road. I don't, it's a weird time in this country. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but I'm kind of glad they didn't go down that road, but I, you know, if they want to at some point, but it was still, a powerful scene. It was probably Noah Shap's best scene. Yeah. That and the scene with Jonathan. Yeah, I think so too. I, I, I would 100 agree with you. Uh, while this is going on, though, we also had the Russia stuff, and the Russia stuff again, kind of like the California stuff. I'm not that yeah. interested in it, but yeah. If you ask me, this is the worst part of this. Is the biggest mistake they make in the entire uh, season this year is putting David Harbor putting. Uh, Winona Ryder, putting Brett Gelman, putting those three great actors, putting them in Russia away from everything else because, look, their stuff is important, but it's it's has absolutely nothing to do with what's going on in Hawkins, and that is just a mistake in my, do, my opinion. Do we? I I totally agree, but I will say, do we know if that was because of COVID? It could have been. I, it, that's possible, but I don't know if it did or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but either way, it was the Russia stuff was better. But yeah, it, it was better was, than these last was, two. 
it was it's still just like i never want that to happen again you know we got heart i mean we got uh hopper back to where he was we got the him and joyce uh reunion yes in, in this episode and that was that was great and supposedly uh, that kiss was like a, a impromptu thing they just kind of oh, did it and went with it mm-hmm. okay so <laughs> but but yeah we you know we've been wanting that and we got it so that was good yeah like i said look uh, the characters it's the characters are great and i love uh i love the i love enzo play and i can never pronounce the guy's name uh what is his name uh tom washing she yeah. i don't know how to pronounce his name from, from game of thrones uh the man has no name <laughs> that has no name i wish he didn't have a name because i can't pronounce it yeah, yeah. uh but enzo like i loved him i loved his character i loved yeah, him, he was what great he to it uh it's just like i said this story is such a sad story and they're mm-hmm. trying especially in episode nine when we get to it they were really trying to incorporate that as being like as high stakes as what's going on at hawkins and it's just yeah. not i mean and it and it's it was really bad in nine because it took away from there were multiple times and i'll just go ahead and throw this out there that like the kids were in peril and we didn't go back to them for 30 minutes right exactly because we're dealing with stuff in yeah. in russia and like i just didn't want to deal with it but yeah they do finally break it let's go ahead and kind of discuss it real quick they do break out of uh the prison the the, the three of them the four of them uh get out of the prison uh they make their way out uh they use yuri's van they bust through the guards shoot at them uh but as soon as they're out the guards hear everything that's going on with because the 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 demo the dog has escaped he is now running free and there is obviously chaos going on in the prison we find out just how much chaos there is in episode nine but they make their way to that church where they get the peanut butter and all that stuff is is all there we'd also found out that the russians had a bunch of them. Yes, they had a bunch of them. They had a whole bunch of them in there. And that's, you you know, as soon as they show all of those yeah. demo dogs and you see that what looks like the Miss Monster from Lost, uh, when you see that, you know, that's going to be an issue. Now, I will say this we never really get a resolution on what the, that, that dust thing was. Uh, they show yeah, it. We didn't, yeah. Uh, but and they seem to, you know the, the the reason they go back is because they want to destroy that thing. But we never yeah. we never got a resolution on to what happened to that dust thing. So I I don't know what it was. My guess is it's something related to the thing that like uh, took over Will in season two. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know anything beyond that to say the least. Uh, but like I said, we get that and we get the reunion between, we get the, the kiss between Hopper and uh, Joyce. I love the fact that when they're explaining how they want to make a call, try to figure out what's going on with the kids back home. Enzo takes over. He makes that call and then he hangs up and like, they're wondering like, okay, what's going on? Why, what are you doing? He's like, and he explains to them like, they're going to, who I call is going to call somebody else and they're going to uh call back and he said you can expect somebody to be listening enzo is really good in that scene yeah he was he he really gives them an idea of what's going on uh while this is going on while they're trying to figure out a way to get out uh yuri takes him to this helicopter and he is sabotaging it and basically they need yuri to step up and he's just not doing it he wants to continue to sabotage their way out and it plays a little bit bigger deal in episode nine but when they make the decision to go back to the prison, basically they tell Enzo figure out a way to get this guy to get us in the air. And that's kind of where they, that's kind of where the, uh, the Russia story ends for the most part in episode nine, if I'm, if I'm getting them correct. So, uh, like I said, the, the Russia stuff, look, it wasn't because the actors, it wasn't because of, it's just, it's just a weird decision to take them away from everything. It is. is. And we never really get them back with the kids until the very end of, of season four. So I did think, uh, I just got this out there. Uh, I was when they started making out. I was like, neither of them have brushed their teeth or <laughs> taken a shower in a long time. That's true. I've not even uh, thought about that, but yeah, yeah you're right about like, that. Ooh. So, uh, but I guess when you're yeah, that when morning, the moment catches you, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so back in Hawkins, though, uh, they realize that they can't fight Vecna. There's even this long speech from Maya about how uh, they that Vecna is too powerful. She's too, he's too dangerous. And so they concoct a plan and the plan is to have Max go back under Vecna's influence. And when they said that, I was like, Ooh, that sounds bad. When I first yeah, heard that, yeah. I don't know what you thought. 
Yeah, I thought the same thing. Uh, so they want to put Max back under her, back under his influence. And while they're doing that, the three, uh, the three kind of Scooby gang, uh, Joy, not Joyce, Nancy, Steve, and Maya, they are going to go, they're going to go back into the upside down. They're going to go to the Creole house that's in the upside down. And that's when they're going to try to go after him when he's in his trance. Cause this is one of the things that Dustin does a great job of pointing out because Dustin is always the one who, who points these things out is yes. that because he has the same powers as, as 11, they know that when he is teleporting or when he's going into somebody else's mind, that he goes into a trance and he can't see what's actually around him. So they're going to try to use that to the best of their abilities to actually kill him while he's in that trance. And then they go gun shopping, which <laughs> I didn't expect to see this happening, but we, yeah. get, we get this great, like, I don't know what that was. It was like a gun show or something. Yeah. Yeah. I will say with the timing of yeah, that's the true. school shooting, it was, and the, where we are in the United States, it was, it, I was just like watching kids that age buy guns was a little bit disturbing. It took yeah. me away for a second. I was like, oh man. Uh, but yeah. I still enjoyed it. And I enjoyed on the way there, Steve, after they stole the Winnebago, which is right. a fantastic. That was after I got with they stole that Winnebago, yes. Yeah. Uh, Steve tells uh, Nancy about how his dream is to have six kids. And uh, and to go around the country riding a Winnebago as there's you know six children behind him, right? Exactly. Uh, so it was, uh, <laughs> it was just a great joke here, man. We, he's we really good. Him. He's really good. Yeah, and, uh, that was that was a great scene. But uh, you know they get they go to the gun store, and I love Erica is like, okay, so let me get this straight. You're gonna send me in there with these racist white people with <laughs> all the guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like she's. Making some very good points. She's making some real good points. She's about. She absolutely is. But and then the whole town of Hawkins is at the gun store. Apparently, yes. Jason, Jason had uh, riled everyone up that right. they were afraid of poor Eddie. And speaking of which, Jason and his basketball team they show up there as well, and they have this creepy kind of stare down thing between Nancy and Jason. Uh, and you know they they do their best to get out of town and to get or to get out of the shut get out of the store and kind of make a run for it, and then they do and they get away. Uh, but this is when Jason is going to start. Jason, Jason, I hate the basketball team. I, yeah, I think parts of the. I think there were times when the basketball team, this that whole storyline was taking away from what was going on. But they eventually do deal away with it. Well, what do you think of that whole the whole deal with with the basketball team? Uh, I hated them. Uh, rest in hell jason <laughs> yeah his death is it's really kind of like glossed over but he, he dies really is. yeah he <laughs> really does it. and uh but yeah they they um that was a miss that group um they should have done it they should have res- they should have resolved it much sooner than they did uh, they should I, have I, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a miss to put them in there. I no, think it's a yeah. miss to keep them in and involved in such an integral part of the story as long as they did. Right. Because yeah. I didn't want to be dealing with them all the way through episode nine. Yeah, I, I agree on that. Uh, but so, like I said, that's kind of where we are with them. That's We're getting the rest of the resolution with, uh, with Eleven here in episode eight. The military, they do finally show up. That's the reason. They're actually the reason why Mike and the rest of the California kids, that's how they actually end up finding Eleven is because they follow the tracks. They see the big, uh, once again, Argyle, shout out to him. Yeah. He's the one who notices the, the large tire tracks. And large tire tracks obviously means military. And that's how they find them. Uh, but the military, they show up, they start killing everybody. Uh, like I said, I don't really know, like, because the people who are working for Brenner seem to be, seem to be government. Yeah. And you also have the, so that's the one thing I've never really understood about this, this show. Like, I, I love the same it, thing. but yeah. there are parts of it that don't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, like I said, I don't know why the military is going after them and why you, this seems to be government funded research that is what Brenner has been doing the entire time as long as, as well as Dr. Allen. So there's some weird stuff there, but I'm okay with it because the rest yeah. of the story, when they're doing the Hawkins stuff and when they're doing the 11 and, and the kids, all of that stuff works so well that when they do something else that doesn't work so well, I'm willing to forgive it. I, I'm same way. Cause I'm with you. I'm confused on, I thought y'all were with the same government. Are you different? I'm still not sure who was with who, right. uh, 
we still we never saw what happened to Owens. I'm gonna assume he's alive when we see. Yeah, that's him. another thing. We never figured out what happened. To, he uh, like normally they at least like have have him like show back up or something, but they don't even yeah. do that. So I don't know what happens. To him. My, my guess is the same as yours that he's alive because the, after he kind of the, the military people look just like kind of like knock him out, and that's all we ever see from him. I yeah, mean, right? And then so. eleven. Pretty much takes out most of the military. <laughs> they, they, he, they, uh, that she does. And I was wondering why she didn't, they didn't follow him, but the, she destroyed all their vehicles so they couldn't follow him. Uh, yeah. So that's the reason they ended up not following her. Uh, and that's really kind of where episode eight ends as with this whole, because 11 and Dr. Brenner, they make an escape to, to the outside and there's this helicopter that's out there. The helicopter is shooting. She, they end up shooting Dr. Brenner. And like I said, I'm pretty sure he's dead this time. Yeah. Yeah. He looked dead. Uh, but they're getting ready to shoot 11 and that's when she realizes she truly has her powers back. She brings down that helicopter and just, you know, this was, this was them showing off their budget a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like the scene. I thought it was good. I thought, I thought it was cool. Uh, and that's when Mike and Will and Jonathan and Argyle, they see 11 out there. They go to her, they, they rescue him. 11 wants to get Dr. Brenner, but you know, they can't at this point, he's dead. They need to move on. And that's like I said, that's kind of where episode eight ends and takes us into episode nine. Uh, episode nine is it's like two and a half hours long. Yes. There's a lot that goes on in this. And I don't want to spend, you know, two hours talking about it. So I want to try to keep it as brief as possible, but this is when you basically have like all the storylines that are kind of converging. The one that they are struggling to make work, I think with the rest of this episode is the Russia stuff because the I Russia agree. stuff is obviously they're dealing with demodogs and they're dealing with all that type of stuff. But it's obviously not, they're not dealing with Vecna as well, but they're trying to make it all seem like they are. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Russia real quick. They make, they concoct this plan to go back to the prison. They break back in and most of the people in Russia are dead at this point. Most people yeah. in the prison are, uh, they, the demo dog, all of the demo dogs are out. The scientists explain to the ones that are still alive and barely hanging on that when the Russians were shooting at the demo dog, they end up shooting the capsules uh, that's how they end up breaking free. But there's some interesting visuals in this. They, uh, Hopper, Joyce, and uh, Murray, they come across one of these demo dogs that's like on an operating table or an experimentation table. And he's obviously that demo dog's in bad shape. And Hopper kills it, but it sounds like it doesn't feel like he kills it because he hates that demo dog. He obviously does, but it's like more to put it out of its misery more than anything else. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things about this is you know these demo dogs they're like growing and they're incubating as awful and evil as they are they weren't they didn't choose to go there the russians have been doing this and they have been doing experiments so they're making it like yeah they're the demo dogs are bad and they're evil but that's not necessarily their fault at least in this instance yeah yeah you're right you're right about that uh but it it just did, did they did their plan actually work when they kill all that did it really help it, it, I liked it. I, it. The whole point was to go back and kill that dust thing. The dust thing, yeah. never, they never could find the dust it, thing. So, yeah, yeah. I like said, it was a look, look, don't get me wrong. Like the, the, the showdown where uh, Hopper has that sword and mm -hmm. kills the, it's it's a it's cool to watch. Don't give me and, and the and the fire, uh, the the uh, oh, yeah, the the flamethrower where they flame threw them all cool. back in. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that. I will say this Hopper just content. David Harbor is just so good in his role. Yeah. Uh, when they're concocting this plan and David uh, and Hopper tells Joyce, you know, that she's going to like open the doors or something. I can't remember exactly what her role was, uh, but Murray was going to be on top of the flamethrower to like, just completely light them all up when they get them back there. And he says, I'm the bait. Joyce looks at him in horror because, you know, if you're bait, that means you're in a lot of peril. Uh, and he looks at her and he says, you know, I'm going to die one day, but today is not that day or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, that was a good lot. Yeah. It was a great line. There's part of me that thought, normally when I hear a line like that, I'm like, that's going to come back to haunt him. But when he yeah. said it, I felt like, no, they're really going to, I'm not worried about him anymore at this point. Yeah. He's going to live. He's going to be fine. Yeah. What do you think? I thought the same thing. And they have teased killing him so many times. They I, have. I think he's, he's going to make it this time. Yeah, so he, he ends up making it through. And like I said, 
like I said, I love the, the visuals of him fighting that that Demodog. Yeah. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was a fun scene. Uh, I loved him with that sword. Uh, because of, this is from the sword that when they were supposed to be fed to the Demodog, they all yeah. had their weapons. And he found that sword and he ends up killing the big one because the, the big one didn't die when uh, Murray lit him up. That one is yeah. still alive. But, you know, just good stuff from david hopper uh now jim <laughs> david, david hopper as jim hopper i hate yeah. what they did there in his yeah. name uh loved it absolutely loved it but like i said it's, it's still the least interesting part of this entire yeah season, definitely so. definitely uh and they do get out of there that's why as soon as they get done with that fight that's when the helicopter comes and yuri has uh, enzo did convince and which was actually a pretty good scene where enzo yeah. is convincing yuri that we need to help these guys. Yeah, they're not from Russia. They're from America. They're our enemies in terms of being Americans, but there's a lot more at stake here than just America versus the Soviet Union. So, you know, like I said, Enzo was was a welcome addition, even though I didn't really find the Russian stuff all that interesting. I loved Enzo's addition to the cast. I, I agree on that. And I don't think we're going to see him anymore. I think this is probably a, a one-time deal. I would think so. Uh, so that takes us back to Hawkins and to uh, Nevada because one of the things the problem they have is Hawkins is 2,000 miles away they don't have they can't get a plane ticket they go into great detail and explain how they can't get a plane ticket and that means 11 can't get there so the problem that they're having is they've got to get 11 there even though she's 2,000 miles away but she has her powers back and she she this episode 9 is called the piggyback and what she tells them is if Vecna is going to attack Max's mind because she uses her little power thing where she like eavesdrops mm-hmm. on them uh, telepathically or something like that. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but she eavesdrops on them and she hears them go over their plan. And when she does, she realizes that they are in serious danger because they're as, as well thought out as their plan is. It's, it's probably not going to work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they, they need 11 and they need her to be there. Uh, and so she, once she hears that, she re- comes up with this idea to piggyback. And but the problem is they don't have a tank, they don't have water, they don't have I think 500 pounds of salt. That's yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Argyle, our guy Argyle, steps up to the place, comes and, through. Uh, like I said, Eduardo. What did I say his name was? Fra- Eduardo, Franco. Eduardo Franco. Like I don't know where he came from. I don't know if he's done anything else, but oh, he's done a lot. He's done a lot of team books, like book smart and stuff like that. Oh, has he? Okay. Uh, I hope he continues to do stuff because he's yes. fantastic. Yes. Uh, but Eduardo Franco's Argyle, he steps up and he takes them to uh, a local version of what's the name of pizza? What? What was the name of his? I can't even remember it now. I can't believe I can't. I forgot it. Yeah. Uh, pizza surfer pizza. Or, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. It's something surfer pizza or something like that. But he apparently has like a, 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 a weed kindred spirit. <laughs> yes. I, I want to know like are, are everybody is everybody who works this pizza chain just completely strung out all the time. Surfer That's, boy pizza. Surfer boy pizza. Thank you. But I, like I said, I want to know if everybody who works for Surfer Boy Pizza is always strung out because apparently the two that we've gotten definitely are. Yes. And on the uh, purple, he he uses his uh, purple stuff. Or I Jonathan think, comes through exactly. Jonathan comes to, through to convince them, and uh, it works. And so they they use the uh, the uh, the ice freezer and put the salt. And then Argyle, the sweetheart he is, makes pizzas for everyone. He does. He made pizza for everybody. That's what's just so great about uh, about Argyle. So, yeah. uh, and you know, he's talking about you know mind battles and he. he like I said, just, just Argyle in general is just fantastic. Yeah. I loved him in the first seven episodes, but he's he takes he finds another level here in right, he episode does. eight and nine. So and he doesn't he doesn't miss. I'll give him some. Sometimes you have a, a character like this that's trying to be funny, and and some of their jokes don't land. He 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 lands everyone. He lands he's every funny. single one of them. Absolutely, he lands every single one of them. Just good stuff from him. Um, so the, they enact their plan. They get her into the tub and this is when uh the rest of the hawkins game they have this very elaborate plan and it's kind of hard to get into detail so basically let's kind of walk through the steps so you got the guys the three nancy uh nancy steve and uh maya are going to robin i'm sorry robin maya's her actually i apologize uh and robin are going to actually be the one to 
try to kill Vecna on in the Upside Down. Dustin and Eddie are going to be a distraction uh, and yeah. a fantastic distraction. Let's just oh go ahead my and gosh. That right now. Yes. Maybe the best scene of this show. Yeah. When he goes out and uh, starts playing his guitar on top of his trailer in the Upside Down, and they're giving the most metal concert ever as they uh, go about saying it. Uh, what was the song they were playing? I forgot. Ma- Master of Puppets by Metallica. Thank you. That's 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 the one it was. I couldn't remember what it was. Uh, and that's what they do to get the demo bats there so that they can get them away from Creel's house. Uh, so you have that part of the plan. In our world, you've got Max, you've got Lucas, and you've got Erica who are headed to the Creel house so that they can actually... Uh, locate where Vecna is and draw him out to and to be enticed by Max. And let's be honest, we talked about this in episode four, how Sadie Sink was absolutely the star. She becomes the star again. Yes, she really does. I, I mean, her her character arc in this season is just absolutely wonderful, and she is killing it. I don't know what she's going to do after i don't know what else she has done i don't know if she's done much of anything else but yeah, she's not, there's gonna be more roles for her yeah there is because she was uh, just to kind of tip my hat a little bit she was the best part of this entire season in my opinion oh i think so too absolutely uh so they're in they're bringing her out and the reason why I, i'm kind of talking about this is because we get some more revelations so there we got revelations about her uh, her relationship with billy in episode four, when she's reading that letter, we get more revelations about it when she's trying her best to bring, to lure Vecna into taking her into putting her back in that same trance, you know, where, you know, she talks about how, you know, she, maybe she wasn't sad that he was dead. And, you know, a lot of things that are difficult to talk about. She talks about them. She deals with them. And it's just what makes her, her performance so very, very good. Yeah. She just so skilled. Uh, especially for a young lady, because she was, uh, she was, I think we looked it up. She was like a teen, right? Wasn't she's she 20. Like she she oh, just she's turned 20. 20 yeah. Okay. So she just so good. I mean, so she good. looks like she's 14. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. She does. She'll be playing a teen for a long time, probably. Right. But uh, just, just really good. And, and I, you're scared for her the whole time. because You, really you don't are. know if she's going to make it out. Yeah, yeah, you're because, like I said, it's to survive it once is one thing. To survive it a second time is is feels like you're really pushing the envelope here. Uh, But this whole plan starts to come together. Erica is supposed to like be lighting things up with the way that they do between the upside down and our world, so that so that the three uh, Robin, Steve, and Nancy that they can figure out when they need to make their descent or their ascent into the Creole Mansion, so they can kill Vecna. So a lot of things are going on, but it starts to get the entire plan starts to come unravel a little bit because because the basketball team shows up and Jason in particular starts really screwing things up. And look, like I said, I didn't want to be dealing with this and I get why they're doing it because they want to build tension like this yeah. whole plan may not work uh, because Vecna does put her into his grasp. Uh but Eleven shows up. He kind of saves Max when it looks like she's getting ready to, to, to be killed. Uh, and when Vecna is starting to really get a hold of her, but that's when Eleven shows up. And that, that's when I got chill bumps. It's because we're finally getting back to what Stranger Things has always been. It's when, when Eleven kind of comes in to save the day. And I don't know what, what you thought about that entrance and how their initial fight was, but I thought, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Lo- loved it. I'm with you. We've been wanting this. We wanted Eleven back. And, and like you said, she's the hero. Yeah, she is. You know, Mike said it in like episode one, you know, she's our hero and, and she is. And we needed her. And uh, uh, yeah, the, I will say I've been kind of hard on Lucas, uh, his acting. Right. Uh, I thought he was really good this yeah. last episode. And especially his his fight with Jason, I thought was mm-hmm. really good. And just how concerned he was about Max. So uh, you know, part of uh, Caleb McLaughlin's issue may have been uh, he was his part, his situation, uh, the writing was not as maybe not as strong. And some of the basketball team, his th- their part, maybe the acting wasn't as strong. But when you put him up with Sadie Sink, he, right. he, he, can, he can show how skilled he is. So I, th- I thought he was he was much better in episode nine. 
Yeah, I, he, I thought he was too. I thought he, I thought he was really good as yeah. acting as this protector for for Max. I thought he did a really good job as that because that's what he's that's what he's wanted to be ever since Max was brought into this uh, into the show in season two. So, uh, like I said, I thought he was good. Erica was was great as all as she has um, been always, the, the entire time. So, um, but obviously, you know, the good times don't last for too terribly long because Jason is Jason ends up destroying the Walkman, which is supposed to be the one thing that is is their backup plan because if things got too rough, they were going to put on Kate Bush and let her yeah. run up that hill, and that was going to you know bring her out. They can't do that anymore because Jason ends up destroying the the Walkman, and that's it's left up to Eleven to kind of protect her. And things start to go bad for her too. Uh, she's obviously Vecna has been become more powerful since she last fought him back in 1979. He's a much more powerful opponent than what she was expecting, uh, what she was ready for. She starts to question whether or not Doctor Brenner was actually correct, and maybe that she she should have stuck around and trained a little bit more. Uh, but the whole point of what Will was telling Mike in episode eight, that's what they're paying that off here in episode nine, because it's Mike that's talking to 11. Uh, and it's Mike that is, you know, providing the motivation for her. That's giving her the strength that is, you know, like, like I said, look, uh, Mike and Will and their entire story, it has been put on the back burner. I don't really know why. But it works yeah. here when they try to bring Eleven back. At least I thought it did. I, I thought it did too. I agree. This is this is Mike's probably best scene of the, of the season. Yeah, it was, I think it's definitely his best season. Yeah, uh, scene of the season because he 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 inspires her, and when he inspires her, it gives her the strength to stand up to Vecna. Uh, that's when Vecna, uh, you know, because Vecna is also he's taking he has discovered that the three on the upside down are there. Uh, he's got them under control. Uh, but while all this is going on, Dustin and Eddie have been doing the distraction. They're getting ready to head back. And this is when Eddie steps up and when he decides he's not going to be the coward, he is going to be a hero. Now, look, this was a fantastic scene. It's great acting. Uh, who plays Eddie? I forgot. Joe, I Joe Quinn. Thank you, Joe Quinn. Great stuff from him. But here's the only question I don't understand. Did he really have to do that? I, I thought the same thing. And I bet you if they... The Duffer brothers had any idea how popular Eddie was going to be. They would not have killed him. Yeah, I, I don't think so either because he was so incredibly good. Yeah, and he, he was. had such a huge following after uh, the, the volume one released. And like I said, I don't understand why he felt like he needed to cut the rope and not go back to Hawkins. I mean, when he cuts yeah. the rope, he also ends up costing Dustin ends up having a broken ankle because of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like I said, I don't understand the running. Uh, it's not Joe Quinn's fault. That I don't understand all this. It's because he yeah. is killing it. Uh, yes. When he goes on to take on those demo bats, just absolutely, you know, brave, heroic stuff, wonderful stuff from him, but it ends up, he ends up dying. And like I said, I, when I realized that he was about to die, I was like, no, why are they killing him? Why are uh, they killing him? And he, he was a really great death scene, especially where he's telling Dustin. Also, we forgot to mention, and I think it's the end of eight, he tells Dustin to never change, that he loves him. That, yes. Uh, mm -hmm. ne never change who you are. And then as he's dying, uh, he, Eddie tells Dustin, you've got to take care of those kids. You're the leader now. And it was right. just a really great scene. And I, I'm with you. I'm like, did we have to kill him? Right. I, I, I hate the fact that they killed him off in this. I was hoping that I knew people would I, I, look. I knew somebody was going to die because people die in the show a lot. And we're going to yeah. talk about that in a little bit. But uh, like I said, I just hate the way that they did that. I, I guess and, and I uh, the other thing, I hope we get justice for him because he wasn't the villain. And they still don't know that. Yeah, I know that's the one that's probably that's the issue I hated the most about this yeah. is because like even they even talk about that at that at the end of the season when they're doing that news broadcast where basically everybody assumes that he's the reason why a lot of stuff happened and it's not anywhere close to being yeah, the reason. Yeah. So um but uh so like I said, Vecna's got everybody in their in their grasp, and that's when Mikey gives when I mean, Mike gives this pep talk to Eleven, she finds the strength, she comes back. Uh you got Nancy. Look. I love Nancy doing what was Gordon Weaver's character in uh, Aliens? Name? Oh man, I cannot believe I can't think. But of I was getting some serious yeah. vibes from that when she's got the sawed off shotgun going after Vecna. She was awesome. Yeah, she awesome. was. 
I, I absolutely loved everything that she was doing in in that scene. Just like I said, she was just tearing into Vecna with that sawed-off shotgun. Ripley uh, is the name. Ripley, of the yeah, there you go. Uh, she had some Ripley vibes going in 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 that scene. So, uh, just great stuff from her. Uh, you've got Eleven, who is taking Eleven, taking Vecna to town. Obviously, Vecna does not die, uh, but he but he has gotten a hold of uh, Max enough. And he kills her momentarily. And that's the reason why that gate opens up. Uh, but and it starts to have this huge effect on the town. They measure like a 7.4 earthquake or something like that. And in Indiana, that just doesn't happen. So obviously that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit of a problem. Uh, but look, in the process, when they open up that gate, Jason, who is knocked out cold from the fight, he dies a really grisly death. I mean, when that gate opens up, yeah. his body like dissolves. Uh, like I said, uh, it was almost glossed over. I, yeah. Like I said, uh, what do you think of when Jason died? I enjoyed it. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it too. But I just thought it was really weird that like it, it was. It was. It, it was weird. They, like you said, glossed over is the perfect way to describe it. It's just kind of like he's been this menace the whole time. It's like, oh, he's just gone. Yeah, that's kind of what it, it ended up happening and playing out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought that they'd killed Max. I really did. I, yeah. I, I was a little, I was kind of shocked for a minute. Like, Oh my gosh, they actually killed her. Uh, and she's still alive. Uh, they, they brought uh, 11. Well, we fought out 11 has some new powers. Yeah. 11 did something to bring her back. I don't know what it was that she did, but she did something to bring her back. Uh, now let's go ahead and talk about this because not too long ago, there was an uh, interview that Millie Bobby Brown was giving where she kind of was critical of the Duffer brothers. And did you see this? No. I'm, okay. Uh, she was kind of, yeah, she was kind of critical because the, they were talking about at the premiere, they did like this cash shot. And like she said, there were so many people like you couldn't get everybody in. And she said, because you know, the Duffer brothers are, are little Sally boys or something like that. And she said, because they won't kill anybody. Uh, and the Duffer brothers kind of laughed it off. And they said, you know, and they said we're not Westeros. This isn't. This is Hawkins. This isn't Westeros. We're not. We're, we're not. We're not that same show. Uh, look, I think eventually one of these main characters are going to die. I think so too. Yeah, and I think it'll happen eventually in in, in season five. Are you, do you think it's okay that they don't kill their main characters? I, I I'm fine with it. We're talking about kids as well. Yeah, I know that's kind. Of, that's kind of the other issue. I mean, yeah. look, a lot of people die in this show i mean yeah it, i mean they lost uh chrissy they lost the editor kid i can't remember his name uh eddie dies in this one uh trying to think who else died you got the other basketball kid who, who yeah a couple of basketball players yeah uh you've got in season three like there were hundreds of deaths that made that spider monster thing i mean that like mm -hmm. that kind of it's kind of what, yeah one complaint from season three, they kind of gloss over the fact that all of these people died. The turn is right. like black. Well, and also goo. when they usually bring on a new character besides Argyle, they most well and Max has lived so far. She, right. They're about it. They've I guess Robin. There's only a handful that have lived. Yeah, if they, if they bring on somebody new, there's a pretty decent chance they're not yeah, making it through yeah. the rest of it. So because I actually thought Robin was going to end up getting killed. Yeah, I thought so too, and she ends up. Uh, she, yeah. I think she'll make it through the entire thing. So, uh, but we'll see. Like I said, that so that was there was that kind of controversy that was out there from uh, season nine because, like I said, you, you had Millie Bobby Brown who's a little bit critical of, of their decision not to kill is kill the important characters off. Uh, Eddie's probably the most important character they've killed off, most liked anyway. I don't know if he's yeah, most would, important, but he's probably the most liked. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but so we get so after all this is resolved, we get back to uh, we get to Hawkins. Dustin has one of his best scenes with Eddie's uncle when yeah, Eddie, when all these people are putting up these missing posters and things like that, and, every, and people are defiling Eddie's because once again they don't realize exactly what Eddie was. And Dustin, you know, consoles uh, Eddie's uncle. And you know, I was tearing up when he was giving him, telling him that speech. You know, you know, your your son was a hero. Your young your nephew was a hero. He wasn't yeah. a villain. He he was you know this important person to me. Like just great stuff from Dustin. Uh, like I said, he kind of took a little bit of a backseat in episode eight and nine. He had been so so vital in the first seven, but right. he took a little bit of a backseat in episode eight and nine. I I thought it was great to get him kind of back yeah. up elevated. Oh, and, in and I loved his outfit during the fight because he looked like patrick swayze in red dawn 
Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> if, you, if you look up what Patrick Swayze looks like in Red Dawn, it was very similar to Dustin. Okay, so yeah, that, I, that was very cool. I didn't even notice that. I'll have to go back and look. Uh, so you get that. Uh, you get uh, basically kind of this, this whole resolution. Uh, you've got the California kids who have made their way back. And there's this the, the great reunion. You know, I don't know where Nancy's going to land, if she's going to land with, with Steve or she's going to land with Jonathan, but obviously she still cares about Jonathan. Okay. I, I don't know how that's going to play. What do you think? I, I can't tell either. Uh, there was a lot of vibes between her and Steve, so I, 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 can't, I can't figure that one out. Yeah, I know. I'll be interested where they go with that in, in season five because apparently there's going to be a time jump, so yeah. she should have that worked out by the time yeah. we get to season but five. But also – I don't feel bad. I think Steve's going to be okay. Yeah, he'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be fine. Uh, You know, kind of good for Robin. Looks like she might have found somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that looked like uh, her uh, crush. That looked looked more going in a positive way. So I'm happy for her. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm glad to see that for her. And that Uh, was, she's been a fantastic person. addition as well yeah she has been uh my hawk has been just really really good in as yeah. a role in the role of robin so uh like i said to get the big reunion between all the california people uh and that's when uh did they bring the adults back before they go back to the hospital? that was the last scene okay they went so to they, the hospital and then they ran okay. back the adults i'm glad you i couldn't remember so uh I guess it was 11 that asked where Max was, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and that's, that's right. when they revealed to her that she's still in a coma. She's still in the hospital. Uh, Lucas is there with her. Uh, I, I doubt she, she is. He has left her side too much. He obviously he has some. Uh, well, I'd like to know where her mom was. I'm sure that her mom was there, but her, yeah. we, we never saw her yeah. mom. Yeah, you're uh, right. we didn't. Uh, so, you know, I don't know, obviously they're going to do the, they'll have to have some type of resolution about Max before the next season. If they do plan to do this time jump, I'll just be interested in what her, her state of mind is, what, what her physical state is when they finally yeah. do that. Because I don't think they're going to leave her. In, maybe they do. Maybe they leave her in her coma until season five starts. I don't know. Boy, that would be a waste. That would be a waste of a great actress. Well, I'm just saying maybe they leave her in a coma until it starts. Because season yeah, five, be. I mean, that could be like a three-year you know, right, coma right, or right. whatever. That's so. true. That's true. Uh, I don't think they're going to leave her. Then maybe they leave her in it for like an episode or something. I don't think they're yeah. going to leave it in, th- in the entire time. So yeah. uh, I think they're going to look at the response to Max and Sadie Sink. And I don't think they're going to. I do not yeah. believe that they will look at that response and say, hey, let's just keep her in a coma for the entire season. Uh, I, yeah. I don't see well, that well, it's funny you mentioned that. I was going to mention this real quick. So I saw where there's like a Hollywood Critics Award, uh-huh. and there were uh, four people from this cast nominated for an award Sadie oh, really? Sink and Millie Bobby Brown in Best Supporting Actress, Winona Ryder uh, as Best Actress, which I was kind of surprised. I don't think uh, it'd be reversed. <laughs> yeah. be and, I know. And then uh, Joe Keery as Best Supporting Actor. Well, he was him. the only male. So which is understandable as well. So, but I just want to say it just shows people are noticing Sadie Sink. Yeah, they are. And with, with reason, because she was spectacular in this, Um, but they go to the cabin that Hopper had, because that's, I guess that's where they're planning to hide her, hide 11 is that's they're planning to hide her there where she was always being hidden in the first place. Uh, They're cleaning it up. And when they're cleaning it up, that's when Hopper, ends up coming back into his room and you get the really huge emotional reunion between Hopper and 11 uh, good stuff from them, you know, and those two together have always been good. They always, uh, that's why you hated to have them. So apart yeah. for so long. So, but thank goodness they're back. Every, thank goodness everyone's back in Hawkins and we can, we yes. can fight whatever's coming. Yeah, and this season it ends with probably. I mean, you have a, a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of season one with eleven. You're not sure if she's alive. You've got a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of season three. You're not sure if Hopper's alive. But I felt like eleven was always going to be alive. And I, and based off of the end credit scene at yeah. the end of season three, it's like he's alive too. The biggest cliffhanger is when they look out when it starts to snow in Hawkins, and apparently it's like 
summer or something like that because i guess it's our spring because it's the spring break it's, it's not supposed to be snowing in indiana at this yeah. point when it starts snowing and they kind of go to that mountain they kind of look over the town of hawkins you have that red smoke uh it's the most ominous ending to a season in my opinion season two kind of had a little bit of an ominous ending yeah. but this one you know the upside down is truly trying to infect season uh is trying to infect hawkins at the end of season four did you have that same yeah, and then Bob. we and then we see Will is getting some bobs. Yeah, and I'll be interested where they go with that because Will yeah, is having. Too. He says ever since he's been back in Hawkins, as soon as he stepped back, you know, he starts to have he starts to feel Vecna again, and he yeah. knows he's still there. And you know, we haven't seen Will's been kind of a side character for season three and season four, mm-hmm. and uh, something tells me he's not going to be a side character. No, I, I wouldn't be shocked at some point he's the villain for part of it. It's going to yeah. be interesting to see. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either. I mean, he's yeah. he's got some. I, I don't know where they're going to go with season five. I, I truly don't. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Uh, it's the last season, so they've got to. What's kind of cool about season four is you really get a sense of they're building toward the end at this point. Well, that's one of the great things when you have a show like this and they know, all right, this season will be it. They they can write towards that. And it's going to be nice because most Netflix shows just. They get canceled. <laughs> they don't right, actually. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Netflix, they just kind of run their course saying, okay, we're done with it. This one actually is going to have an ending, thankfully. So, like I said, uh, and they're building towards that, which is going to be nice. And I'll be interested. But I, I, I don't know where they're going to go with season five. I truly don't. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get towards? Uh, one, one quick thing. I love the uh, separate ways at the end, the journey separate ways, the slowed down version at the end, episode eight. I thought that was really great. Oh, yeah, it was. I, I forgot about that. Because yeah. this, this show has a lot of great 80s music. Yeah, so. a lot of great 80s music. And that, that was a good use of uh, some journey. All right. So let's go ahead and get into our season awards. If you are new to our show, at the end of every season of a television show, we give out six awards. They are all based on the six characters of Friends. So we will start with the Rachel, who is the star, the person who stood out the most to you. Who is your Rachel for the fourth season of Stranger Things? So I'm just going to go out. I did multiples on every award because okay. I tried I tried to get a whole cast. So I went with Max Sadie Sink. I went with Joe Quinn as Eddie. And I went with Millie Bobby Brown as Eleven. Okay, I just went with Sadie Sink as Max. I only went with the one, so I'll let you I'll let you shout out. But there's plenty that you could have gone with. But yeah. I just went with Sadie Sink as Max. To me, she was yeah. she gave the best performance, but there's a lot of really good performances in this. Yeah, it really is. All right, next is the Joey, the character that you just enjoy a whole lot. And that's not necessarily the most important character, but a character you just really enjoyed. Who is your Joey? I went with here Steve, Dustin, and Robin. I thought okay. really yeah, strong from all three. And those three kind of are always tied together. Yeah, uh, they are. Yeah. So I, I went with Dustin as well. Uh, and I'll throw those two other two in there as well for me. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're all, like I said, putting those three in there, I think is very appropriate because those three have been so intricately tied together since uh, since Robin was introduced in season three. So, yeah. Oh, and also I listened to some of Joe Carey is, has uh, makes music under, I think his name was DJ. Oh, really? DJO. It was actually really good. The man can sing. I mean, okay. another guy, like, how much talent can one person have? This isn't fair, <laughs> Joe Carey. Yeah, I know. It's kind of, it kind of stinks, doesn't it? The fact that yeah. these people get all this talent and stuff. Uh, all right, your Chandler, the person who made you laugh the most. Who's your Chandler? So this was extremely hard, so I had to go with these three. Murray, Argyle, and Erica. Yeah, uh, those those are by far the three funniest. Uh, that, of the three, who probably was the best for you? Hmm, it's gonna be. Murray I went with Argyle. That's what I was I gonna say. With. I was gonna say Murray or Argyle. Let's go with Argyle. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Murray was the one who made you laugh the most in the first volume. Second volume, I think it, it goes yeah. to Argyle. Maybe it is Murray because I, it's been so long since we saw this yeah. season volume one. So I kind of. You kind of forget it's, how much it's it's tough. All three of them just yeah. hilarious. Uh, who's your Phoebe? The one that is the hardest to figure out, the oddball of the characters. So I went with Will, uh, Dr. Yeah. Bruner, and Lucas. Okay, because uh, all three of those characters were just weird. Uh, throw in Enzo for me just because I never, yeah, really that could be another one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, so I'll, I'll throw him in there. And like I said, I don't, Tom Lashika, I don't know yeah. if his name, so the man with no name, yes, that's what it should be. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Monica, important character that is uh, 
central to the story, but not necessarily the most uh, best character or your favorite character, but still has a pivotal role. Who's your Monica? I went with Hopper, Joyce, and Nancy. And this may be my favorite season of Nancy. Yeah, I think this was my favorite season of Nancy, too. Uh, she was really good this season, and I yeah. thought she kind of found her 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 footing in this season, to say yeah. the least. So. Uh, the Ross, the person you liked the least. Uh, I'm going to throw Vecna in there because he's the, the villain, but it's between Mike and Jonathan. I thought they were both just really bad seasons for them. Okay, I ended up going with Jason Carver as uh, as Mason uh, Mason died. Uh, Jason Carver. I should have put him on here too. Yes. Yeah, because the the basketball people suck. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. They were probably uh, the worst. Yeah. All right. So ratings. We have a rating system on our podcast. If you are at the best, of the best, one of the best things you've ever seen, we give a Game of Thrones. Uh, beneath Game of Thrones is Lost. Middle of the road for us is Friends. Beneath Friends is a full house. And at the bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch. Where does Game of Thrones season four fall for you in our rating system? Uh, I think you gave it away because you said the wrong thing. Where does Stranger <laughs> Game of Thrones? Yeah. Stranger Things season four. Yeah, I'm sorry. going with the Game of Thrones. Yes, it is. It is a Game of Thrones. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah probably a little foreshadowing there. But yeah, yeah look. Yeah. If you, I love, like I said, this is one of my favorite shows, and I forget how how much I love it until it comes around every three or four years. Uh, uh, so, like, like I said, I think we're probably got at least two year wait on on our next one. Uh, hopefully, it won't, hopefully it won't be that long. Maybe they'll get it to us in eighteen months or so. But I think we're looking probably at about two years. If I had to guess, on, on hurry, our next hurry. Do you think they'll eventually go to? Do you think they'll do? A, a different look i thought the the whole volume one volume two thing worked fine i guess i, I just I, the whole having to wait an entire month from volume one to volume two i, I hated that i look if you're going to make I will us wait, say, go, go ahead. ahead go ahead no you go ahead I, I will, i'll add to yours I, look if you're going to do something different with the the, the releasing give it to us you know three episodes a week or something just uh, if you want to make it extended i I get that and that's probably the that's the reason why you do that so you have people talking about it for a little bit longer i don't know just keeping two episodes at the very end i don't know i I still struggle with that but like i said i know it kept them in the conversation more which is what they were planning on doing i I was gonna say it made the legend eddie grow and and, and then and then he fully delivered in the finale uh in the last two episodes so i think that's uh, i'm with you change up the the release schedule i you know i i would be fine with the week to week this is a this would be a water cooler show it's still being talked about and i really think the reason it's being talked about still is because we we kind of had that time away and you know this eddie uh, became such a jeff and and right. meme and will cry and yes you know, that, that's why we're, we're getting and kate bush which yeah. uh come to find out she made about three million dollars yes, uh, <laughs> from this and I, so good for her but yeah i, I think it definitely it, I, there we may see how much more popular their show is because it stayed in the conversation right uh, they're going to change they're going to do something yeah, I think they will too, because like I said, it's just, I don't know, I, it, the, the release schedule was just weird, having two episodes at the very end, I don't know, like I said, I want to see them doing something different, I don't know if they will, but I would hope that they do once we get to season five, so we shall see. Oh, excuse me. All right, so we have come to our midweek episode, and at the midweek episode, we don't do recommendations, we do things we're looking forward to. Do you have anything that you're looking forward to that you want to tell our listeners about? Yeah. Uh, I actually saw this trailer in uh, uh, Thor. It was the gray man starring Chris Evans, uh, Ryan oh, yeah. Gosling, and it comes out in a couple of weeks on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so looks like an interesting movie. I, I can't figure out what's going on, but uh looks like Evans is the bad guy. Yeah. I, I didn't get that trailer in mind, so I need to go check uh, that out. But the gray man uh, comes comes out like in two weeks and lo- looks great. Uh, one of the things uh, I'm looking forward to is there is a new series coming to Amazon in the middle of August. It is a League of Their Own, uh, so similar based oh, on yeah, the on yeah. the movie. I love the League of Their Own until uh, mm-hmm. movie when it came out. I guess ninety ninety one something like that. Yeah. Uh, 
I love that. It was one of my favorite movies as a kid. And uh, I'll be interested what they can do with it as a TV show. Uh, but uh, so, like I said, Amazon has some good stuff. They got some kind of weak stuff too. But yeah. uh, so I'll be interested to see what that that is like. So that's kind of one thing I'm looking forward to. I'm also looking forward to, it's been out for a while and I've got to get caught up on it. Uh, on Paramount Plus, there is a show called Evil. Uh, I've, oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen people talk about this one. It, I saw the, I watched the first season and I got about halfway through the second season. And I forgot about it. And a third season started at the end of June and I'm, I'm trying to go back and finish it. So I want to finish, I'm looking forward to finishing season two and then starting season three because it, it's a really, really good show. I think you, I think you would really like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did check it out. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it when I get a chance to get caught up on it. Because like I said, I've, I've really enjoyed the first two seasons. Uh, they're, they're just absolutely phenomenal. And I can't wait to see what season three brings. So, all right. Uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, just uh, do we want to cover? Oh, sure yeah. We're okay. All right. So uh, next week we are going to, uh, we'll actually be recording a little bit earlier. Uh, Ryan's getting ready to go out of town on vacation. So we're going to record on Thursday night. When we record on Thursday night, we'll be talking about the terminal list. We'll finish it up. Uh, I know a lot of people have been, have been watching that. So we'll be finishing up our discussion. I will go ahead and give a little spoiler. I do have a little bit better opinion of the show after watching the final four episodes than I did of the first four episodes. Um, but we'll be discussing it when we reconvene on Thursday. We will also be discussing, what did we decide? What was the other one? Uh, uh, the bear. The bear. Thank you. It's also the, the terminal list is on Amazon. If you haven't checked it out, uh, checked out the first four episodes, check it out and then check out the last four and then go to Hulu and you can watch the bear. Interesting show. Uh, really looking forward to talking about it because it's, it's, it's kind of, it kind of snuck under the radar. Uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't a show yeah. that a lot of people were uh, looking at, but it came out at the end of June. They, uh, the Hulu did something they don't normally do. They released all eight episodes of it at one time. Uh, but they are all there, so go check them out. There's eight episodes. They're all most for the most part about thirty minutes or less. Yeah. Except for the last episode, it's a little bit longer. But uh, you can watch it quick, you, and you're going to want to watch it once you start. Yeah. Once you start watching it, so uh, like I said, check it out and come back with us. And I'll probably release that like Tuesday or Thursday of uh, next week. So uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. So, all right. Anything else you want to talk about? I uh, just want to tell everybody that we appreciate them joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. I would echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.